What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! trip i like to go someday take me to new york i'd love to see la i really want to come kick it with you you'll be my american boy <laughs> boo boo Hello and welcome, everybody, to another installment of the TPS Reports Podcast. Just another one, champion sound. Yeah, Estelle, we came to get down. Who's the hottest in the world now? Yeah! Just a town in London town. Hell yeah! My mom just touched down in London town right now. Today? Yes. I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. I'm already foggy. Jealous. <coughs> foggy. Yeah. I bet you're foggy London already. Term has already cracked the fucking whiskey bottle and before we even hit record. I just needed it. And there's a precariously placed mushroom capsule sitting next to him, too. He's trying to get lit, you guys. I had a stressful morning. He's going through it. <laughs> I got a speeding ticket also. On, on your way. <laughs> Hell yeah. Were you angry. wearing your seatbelt? Did you have the the bottle? Was there anything else suspicious going on? No, it was on? a camera. I was just oh, anger, one of those. anger driving. Oh, you didn't get the ticket yet. You just know you're going to get like, one. I was like, fuck! <laughs> Even angrier! Now I have to drive less angry, even though I'm more angry now. You gotta drive angry. Was that a movie? Is that a Nick Cage or something? I think that's a movie. Yeah, dude, you're Nick Cage. <laughs> uh, well, whatever your speeding ticket is, it'll definitely not be as much as I spent on my vehicle this past week. <sighs> no, no, it won't. <laughs> you just I, uh, made me feel better about that, actually. Thank you. Yeah, at least yours was like, whatever. You're trying to get here early, so we can... We're trying to do a short one today. We're gonna go eat mushrooms and see the new Pixar movie, potentially, depending on Term's mood. I'm eating mushrooms right now. <laughs> do do it? it, dude. I'm, if I'm doing it, I'm doing them later because I don't want them wearing off when we get to the theater. I want them picking up right now. The classic, should I do it? I'm not going to do it. Should, should I do, do it, it? for should 20 do minutes? It? And then I'm I mean, gonna it's do not it. much. I'm going to do it, and then in an hour, I'm going to be like, man, I should have done more. Yeah, but either way, it's like we got to drive to the fucking movie okay. in a couple of hours. My girlfriend could drive. Yeah, better, <laughs> better you than me. Uh, so, yeah. Done. Did it. We're getting high. She drank it with coffee, too, like a sicko. Yeah, dude. Sicko more mode. Speed, uppers, downers. <laughs> you disgust me. Uppers, downers, screamers. Uh, that rotten bitch, Mother Nature, took out my back windshield oh, yeah, the so day after we recorded last week. You posted a picture of it, and I assumed you got robbed. Yeah, Ganked. Mean, it violated. looks like that, sure. You could, if but you looked I'm, closely, though, you would have seen pieces of branch, branch. all in the broken well, glass. You know, these criminals bark, are crafty. They might break branch. off a branch and then use that. True. We saw that guy in Santa Cruz oh breaking into God, his own car did. with a branch. So. See, it's already been done. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> but I knew your neighborhood's not like. It's not too bad. Watch where you park your car, what you leave in it type of neighborhood. No, it's, pretty, it's a pretty nice neighborhood. It's just the windy city, dude. And there was a very windy storm on. The Monday we recorded last week. A derecho. And as I was like, <laughs> as I was watching it out my window on Monday, I was like, damn, this is like, you're watching the trees, like the, the, they're bending. Like, right. I'm just like, this is one of those storms where branches fall. <laughs> and I thought of it th before it happened anyways. I was like, you got to be careful where you park this week because, you know, you never know when those branches might come down. And then the next morning, 
uh, the first thing I saw was a giant branch that came down and landed on like a piece of construction equipment, one of those like caterpillar things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, that was a huge branch. That would have totaled my car if that one hit my shit. Huge. And then later in the day, we were just in the living room, and uh, I was like, I was about to upload my my uh, next song I was talking about last week, Legends, for like you know for for release. You put it up a couple weeks in advance, but I'm like getting my head right, you know. I'm just like got to put myself like it's done. Listening to it one two three last times, make yeah. sure that whatever's ready, right. and that takes a little. It's not much, but I I like to get my head in like I'm only thinking about this mode. And then I hear this giant crack as I'm like about to hit upload. And it just halted everything for the rest of the night because I'm like, that sounded like another tree branch. So I'm looking around. It doesn't look obvious at all. And uh, so we're looking up the street. We're looking out our window and just like, I don't see anything. You're not all the cars look about okay. your car. You're just looking for branch. Exactly. I'm looking for so like my a big first fallen branch. My thought would be, where's my car? Is Here's it okay? the thing out of my, out of my whatever peripherals, like as I, it's not like I didn't see my car, but I didn't look with extreme focus. I just saw my car there and it looked like it was still there and it's fine. And it's not, there's not, it's not under a tree. It's still my, just my car is there. Right. And then, uh, so yeah, I heard this big crack and I even said to Melina at one point, you know, like we're looking, trying to, and she goes, Oh, there's some brush on the street. Maybe it was over there. I was like, Hey, as long as it's not our car, of course I just wish that Will, you will it into in existence? Head. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't put the thought in my head. It already happened. I, I said like after the crack, I was just like, "Hey, as long as it's not our car." So we're just looking for the fucking damage on something, and uh, yeah, like five seconds after I said, "As long as it's not our car," I looked right at the back windshield or like where it used to be because it was just a hole. Right. You saw like just the the outline of where something smashed through it, and I was like, "Of course, it's our fucking car." Not a single other car. Not a single other car on the street had something fall through it. Even like later in the day, somebody else was parked in that spot. I, I moved my car for whatever reason. I just felt like it was unlucky there. Yeah. I don't know if lightning's going to strike twice or if like I'll move it across the street and then another branch fucking falls on it. But uh, yeah, I was just like just wishing death on the person who took the spot later. Like, should have been you, you fucker. Death uh, by tree. And then, yeah, I called the insurance just like to see the coverage and some idiot. Because everybody's a fucking idiot, by the way. Whoever was on the customer service line. Fucking idiot. And oh, I'm a fucking idiot, too, because I didn't know my exact insurance policy and plan. Like, So I, I'm on the phone like, can you, uh, you know, confirm if there's a, up to an extent this would be covered? And he goes like, oh, if you have comprehensive, then it's 100% taken care of. And I was like, let me double check. And he's like, hey, I'll look it up for you. I'm already in your account. And he goes, yeah, you have the comprehensive full coverage. You won't pay a dime. Like, that's what he told me on the phone. And I was like, that's the only thing that made me go to sleep. he was really looking at your account? I, he had the info. I think I, I gave him the was info. Like picking stuff out of his. Penis. Hey, look. Either way, he's a dumb idiot who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Because I had to pay it a hundred percent because my deductible was basically the cost of the repair. It's you know you got to pay out of pocket up to your deductible, and then the insurance might cover it beyond that with a claim. But yeah, the guy told me like, "Oh, you got comprehensive. It's all taken care of. Just go get it fixed tomorrow, and it'll be taken care of." I was like, "Sick, dude. That actually no makes me feel better." Yeah. So then yeah, I find out next day after it's already taken care of that like, oh no no. Your deductible is fucking too high, so you have to pay that amount out of pocket. And honestly, the only the only overage would have been fifty bucks. And I was like, I'm not filing a claim for fifty dollars. Like, I already paid it. Whatever. Come on, bro, uh, do you better than fifty dollars? I could have gone towards think, my speeding ticket. I think it puts like a not a strike, but it's it's like you don't want to have a bunch of claims filed. Yeah, I already paid it. That makes it's whatever your, your rate go up too. You're yeah. gonna split it with Molina, hopefully, and you know it's like twenty five. Twenty five. <laughs> well, either way, I fucking uh, I'm the one who did pay it. Uh, but yeah, I had to wake up at the butt crack of dawn and get everything fixed. And even though, yeah, it ran me about six hundred fucking dollars that I didn't expect to spend, um, it was fixed in twenty four hours. Which 
that's all I need. Like we couldn't have, we needed it fixed. We needed the car, you know, and there were some other, we were calling repair places the next morning and shit. And some people were like, Oh, the part we need is the, you don't have the glass for your, for your model here, but there's some in Cincinnati. It'll take a few days to get it here. And I was like, this ain't going to work. Next option, call the next line, you know? And I found somebody that was able to fix it. Like first thing the following morning and I had it. Yeah. Back and fixed, but lighter pockets. Definitely. That's lame. So yeah, pay that speeding ticket. I just paid six of them because a fucking branch fell out of the sky. Yeah, my life rules. Cock suck. I'm doing Tell me good. more about how your life rules and how you're not bothered or <laughs> stressed at all today. It's really good. Um, well, I guess what else? That's that's what happened to me this fucking week. Uh, also, there's a crazy. Do you want to just move into obits? We're trying to we're trying to keep it tight this week. Well, we should have said it last week. This is a technically should have said last week, but hey, let's just uh move along. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. What is this? It's called Treat Me Like a Slut. Why? Oh, it's got the word treat in it. Treat Williams, ladies and gentlemen. I legitimately never know what your fucking song setup is. Man, you're slow. It's a, dude, this is such a stretch. Anyways. Star of stage and screen, primarily yep. Event Horizon. Was that it? No. Deep Acid. Rising. Deep My Rising. Bad. Event Horizon. <laughs> no. No. I blew it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah this is a weird. Deep God. Rising. The Deep God's algorithm because um. It's been a while. Somebody asked like a month ago, what what does that mean again? And we both biffed the explanation of God's algorithm. This is what a God's algorithm is. When we're doing the obits last week on Monday, and for no reason I hear a, a song terms playing Yeah, why did we The bring Girl from Ipanema, which reminded me of a scene in a movie I watched as a kid. My the elevator head. scene. Exactly. That was deep rising? Yeah, it's elevator music. Wow. So just a left field thing because I didn't know what to say about the lady that died. But I'm like, oh, I know Girl from Ipanema. The first time I heard it, I think, was in this movie. And we looked it up and we talked about who we're like, who's that guy in it? And it was Treat Williams. Doesn't know what to say about Astrid Gilberto. So he brings up Treat Williams. Yeah. And uh, didn't help because <laughs> at the time I brought no, him up, he was him. alive. You killed Treat Williams for sure. He was on his, he was riding his motorcycle. Yeah. Doing what he loved most. As we. Uh, brought up Deep Rising. That's like the butterfly effect, you know? It's just like, maybe if I never mentioned him, he got home safe and sound on that bike. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I- increasing the weirdness, the God's algorithm, like this thing that comes up organically, and then there's some, I don't know, un- unforeseen news about the same shit right afterwards. We bring up Treat Williams during an obituary segment. And then the next obit I think we did after that was a guy named Pat Casey, who was a professional BMX rider who died on a motorcycle. Nice. And it was like, I don't even know why I brought the, like, I know why I brought it up, but it was very random. I was like, let me curve this conversation left for no reason and bring up Deep Rising. Yeah. Out of the fucking blue. So I think I learned Treat Williams' name last week when we looked that up. Like, what was that guy's name? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I told you I just watched Prince of the City by Sidney Lumet. Yeah. Star Treat Williams. You said you didn't like like him in it. No, he said it was a bad cast. It was. You killed him. I don't, I don't (laughs) regret, I don't regret it. So yeah, it was just like two hours or something. It was just the night of uh, after we recorded last week's podcast. I, I saw that I he died him. on a motorcycle, and I texted Term the article like, "No way!" Dude. I killed no, Tree Williams. He was no in, way. Oh, Mulholland Falls, not Drive. No, he was in 127 hours. 
And we talked about that last week. I had people hitting me up with more. They're like, uh, Snow White and ago. the Seven Dwarves. Good. That's a good one. I saw a movie on my Netflix just scrolling called Seven Days in Tibet. I know that one. There you go. There's nine. We just went up it from seven to nine. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. <coughs> Sorry, Treat. My bad. Our bad. I treat. mean, technically, he should have died jumping out of a boat on a jet ski. That would have been way sicker. With a big fireball behind him. 30 years ago. <laughs> sucked in by the fireball. I might have to run Deep Rising back this week just, you know, out of respect well, for his memory. time in America also. Um, Yeah, R.I.P. Treat Williams. Our bad bro. I want to know uh, more details about how it happened, though, because he was on a motorcycle. He was 71. Yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. Rough rider. How many 71-year-olds biff it on their motorcycle and die? Wasn't that like, I remember um, Nick uh, Schwartzen? He had that like Comedy Central Presents. If you're 80, you should be doing 80. Exactly. And he's just like, how'd your grandma die? He's like, flipped her vet. Flipped her vet. <laughs> you know, I referenced yeah. that special pretty often. I referenced it yesterday. Nicholas! My grandpa... We took him out. It to was ch- funny. Chinese even food, special, yeah. And he got like more than half of his meal in one of those little uh, to-go containers at the mm-hmm. Chinese restaurant. And he's he's ninety three, yeah, to infinity. He's uh, he's not the strongest chap. He's but he's commenting about how heavy his leftovers were. Feel that. And, and I went, oh, these, and lifted it over my head and went, Nicholas, <laughs> in the restaurant. I did that yesterday. <laughs> that was weird. I'm trying to find info about uh, more about the motorcycle accident, but for real, I, I, I want to think it was like it's just all about his life and career. He was being gnarly. Maybe he got in a fight with his girlfriend and it's then was speeding, and the, saw the <laughs> camera flash because he stopped at the post office to try and run some errands, but it was closed because it was Juneteenth, and then he got even more angry. So then he was speeding away, and the camera went off, and then he just like wobbled and fell because he was old. So why are you mad today? <laughs> <laughs> but. uh I don't know. It was probably like someone made an improper turn and he wasn't it's looking. It's like that scene in, in Death Proof at the end where yes. the guy flies into the barn. Yes. Wilhelm scream. It's not uh, It's not crazy to think about like a guy in their 70s on, on a motorcycle. I see old guys on bikes yeah. all the time, you know? but like Usually they're those old guy bikes, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? With like the big uh, wheel covers on either side. And the big windshield in the like front a like a cop has. A motor trike. Yes. Um. Yeah, well, R.I.P. Treat Williams. He's been in lots of stuff that I probably don't know as well as Deep Rising. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a like character actor in a bunch of you know network shows as well. He like he like has a face. <laughs> he does have a face. Well, he did. He did have, have a face. face. He, he might have come face. off in the motorcycle crash. I'm not sure. His face came off. But uh, no, it like reminds me of someone else. Like he looks, he does. He's got one he of those. He looks faces. like the guy in Married with Children, who's like the neighbor who's married to the kind of okay, dikey lady. I, I could see it a, a little. He's, he reminds me of somebody else at Camp Place too. Um, well, unless you got the IMDb up, I guess we could just cruise right along too. There's a few more that did happen since uh, right last week's episode. Um. I got a good one here. Oh, give it to me. Give me the goods, mister. Uma Thurman overdosed on heroin. It was an accident. She thought it was cocaine. Another guy playing drums in this song. From the band Urge Overkill. You want to know his stage name? You'll never guess it. Give it to me. 
Give it to me straight, Doc. G- guess it once. Give one guess. Uh, Doc Hollywood. Just give me the <laughs> fucking name, dude. I'm not doing this. Blackie Onassis. Hello. <laughs> the white dude. I was going to say. Love it's got to it. be. Got to be a white guy. <laughs> Happy Juneteenth, everybody. <laughs> um, where's my info on Blackie? Uh, come on. Come on, bro. <laughs> he was 57. Um, I don't really have a cause here. You gotta wonder. Fifty-seven. That's pretty young. I mean, um, I don't gotta wonder. It's like it's fifty-seven. It's pretty young, but it's you know it's kind of old too. Oh, uh, uh. You want a notable quote from Blackie Onassis? Oh God. We are here to resurrect the era of the swinger, the late sixties, the Playboy life when America was a fun place. The golden era of Vegas, Neil Diamond, Moonlight Dan- I guess this is a Neil Diamond song originally. I never knew that. I could hear it. I guess that makes sense. I I've seen Saving him. Silverman enough to know that yeah. makes sense. Hey, yeah. we're coming to America. <laughs> Love on the rocks. <laughs> That's no big thing. <laughs> ain't, ain't no big surprise. <laughs> um, I just watched another Steve Zahn classic of my, my, my one of my favorites last night, Joyride. Joyride. I watched Paul it Paul Walker a couple months ago. And uh, Lily Soboleski. Soboleski. Soboleski, something like that. It's a fun movie. And I like that fucking movie. fucking super hottie roommate. Remember that scene? I just watched it last night and no. Where they meet her roommate <laughs> who the truck driver kidnaps. Oh, yeah. She's so foin. Yeah. Oh, um, pretty foin. The truck driver is also, uh, come on, dude. What's his name? Mm. Buffalo Bill. Really? The voice. Oh, I was going to say, when they show him at the end, no, it's not. Come on. Why can't I think of his name? Ted Levine. I know. And there's a few points where they, um, they like show the guy and he's this like big, fat, greasy, ugly. It's not Ted Levine, the actor. Right. But that's, um, I didn't know that was his voice. But there's a couple times where he's like on the phone and I thought like they should have like, uh, synced up his mouth with Ted Levine or something and kind of driven it home. Driven yeah. They only it really, home. they only really, uh, unintended drive angry. Oh, <laughs> Uh, they only zoom in on like the volume knob, which is actually pretty good editing. Where he's just like, "You right. really should get that fixed." And I was like, "What? You really should Your get tail that light?" And they like just show the fucking close up of the radio. Say tail light. I was like, oh, so much suspense." FM radio. You know my favorite part of that movie is though? Candy Cane, a great big fat person. Candy Cane. <laughs> when he's when Candy Cane, Paul Walker, rest his soul. Who doesn't do a great... Is first talking to him. Hi, it's this is just Candy a guy. He just sounds like a gay guy. I said it last night. It's like, this is not a convincing girl not voice. Not in any way, shape, or form Steve a convincing like, girl voice. Do a girl voice. voice. Do it. Just tell him you're going to meet up. I'm and the dumb him. trucker guy is like so fooled by it. He comes out to a hotel. And then when he sees a guy in the room, he gets all mad yeah. and kills him. It's like, you heard a guy on the phone. Uh, he's in a coma, actually. They found him face down on right, the highway. Right, yeah, right, right. But yeah, even when Paul Walker uh, like breaks and you know says, he, he does voice and says like you know he breaks character but he goes like hey this is candy cane see it's me i'm a guy it's like the same voice right see it see that was me you got duped for my lady voice even though i sound exactly like me now it's hilarious anyways good movie love joyride uh it's harder to find now too because apparently there's some dumbass movie called joyride from this year <clears throat> i think we paid for it on amazon or something when i watched it a few months ago yeah. So I couldn't find it. I was anymore. looking it up and you just searched like, you know Joyride what? movie and it's some other fucking thing now. It's not $4 fair. to watch a movie. Not bad. Uh, anyways. I'll do it. Who do we got next? Who do we got next? I, I'm like, uh, I had a hard time coming up with music. 
That's okay, dude. Don't don't overstress yourself. You don't think I should come up with music? For who? Um, well, well, you know. Cormac McCarthy. I got this guy right here. The um, He's a Pulitzer Prize winning author of The Road. He's he also, more importantly, the author of No Country for Old Men. Oh, no kidding. Hello. So you can't think of music with involve the road? Oh yeah. I love Rocky Road. Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Um yeah. <laughs> road to nowhere. I was that just thinking no country for old men, you know? Well, there's no music in that. You could play the outro song for the credits that Carter Burwell made. There is one? Only in the credits. Oh, okay. I have seen Carter Burwell was credited. With no country for old men, but I go like, there's no music for that. What did one he do? Thing in the credits. There's a scene where he like shoots at a bird. Uh, Javier Bardem like shoots at a bird. Javier there's Bardem. kind of like a. It's not music, dude. It's a ricochet. But noise. it's like someone <laughs> probably did that in post. <laughs> so somebody else. Carter Burwell got. He's a not the view, he's dope not the check audio engineer of the whole movie. Carter Burwell's not. I don't think so. Like audio editing, audio mixing, he does uh, the scores for the Coen Brother movies, like right. the original music. But the I don't think he did the dude. That's not part of the score. <laughs> I don't think so. Score implies music, not like going like spitting in a tin Here, bucket. I'm gonna change it just because all like the only when I think of Road to Nowhere and movies, all I think of is Little Monsters. For sure, me too. So I want to give Cormac McCarthy his due. Even though I'm playing this off the Forrest Gump soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's got to be another movie. There's <laughs> one of a zillion movies. Cormac McCarthy, the yep. Pulitzer Prize winning novelist? Yes. Of No Country for Old Men, The Road, and he made his screenwriting debut with The Counselor, the Ridley Scott film starring Michael Fassbender and Brad Pitt. You know, I recall seeing that Javier once, Bardem. much like a lot of what I watch, remembering nothing about it. I saw it in theaters. I saw that once. I enjoyed myself. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. You ever put a movie on, and then like it takes you 15, 20 minutes or more, and then you go like, oh, wait a minute, I've seen this. Why, Why did it just turn up a bunch for no reason? Maybe take the phone and whip it at the fucking wall. You see my phone here? <laughs> you see how the back of it is shattered? Oh, you're already way ahead of me. Because I'm through with this thing. Just get a case, and you can throw it all you want. You know how I did this? Broke the back of my phone? Uh, let me guess. You got into a fight with your girlfriend. You got a speeding <laughs> no. ticket on the way over Had here. Nothing to do with my girlfriend. Post office was closed because it's June <laughs> Why does the music keep stopping? Uh, maybe it's <laughs> your phone's malfunctioning from all the damage you Dude, put it through. It is, and I'm gonna lose it. This, I'm gonna this lose reminds me. My shit. I don't know who this person is, but I saw a video today of Baby Rexa. Getting she got a phone hit, thrown at her dumb she face. Got hit in the face with a phone. I saw that. Hilarious. You know what's funny too is like. It sort of looks like her her hand is gesturing outward, like, hey, throw me a phone. Like, I swear to God, like, watch this video, and her fingers, like, go, like, give it to me, you know? Give me See this. She's going, like, hey, yeah. somebody toss me a phone. I dare you. Let me see it. Bam. Whack. Bam. Bitch went down. Big, fat ass. I see it. Oh, I see it. <laughs> she just gets down and moons the camera. So anyways. It's pretty nice. I bet that person shattered their phone too. Is my point on her face? Um, no, I, I punched it in the. Sc- I punched the screen. What you punched through the phone? I punched through my phone and broke the back of it by punching the front of it. I guess it. And the screen's fine. If you had to pick one side to shatter with your fist, yeah, it's not the side you tried to shatter. 
If I had better shattered side punched and broke the screen, <laughs> I would have been upset. But I don't care about the back being. It's not. I like, don't care. It's it's like under there. I don't even care. Underwear. I'm all focused on underwear. But like I can't even feel it. Under, feel the cracks. It's kind of cool looking. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely cooler that you'd you, pay extra you for this. Design. By the way, the music's back. Do you like how it for just for no reason paused <laughs> Look, for two minutes and it, now it's it playing doesn't again? work worth a fuck anymore. But it looks cool. It looks cooler than it did yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So I was on the highway yesterday, <laughs> and it was I was actually listening to a couple Palmer Squares songs. I was like, Dork! for the, like, once. Oh, man, you corny! <laughs> this probably happens to you. Like, once a nah, year. Nah, listen to those guys. <laughs> Bums. <laughs> like, once a year, I'll get in a, like, a, uh, I'll, like, have self-esteem, finally. <laughs> this was your one time yesterday? <laughs> and I'll, Look where it got you today. <laughs> I'll be in a mood where I'm like, I like myself, and I'll listen to a I've song I've never or two seen you mine. in that, uh, in that mode. Once a year, though, you don't listen to a couple of our songs and be like, "Dude, you're describing the this next one." Like, I like my verse in this. Term being happy with himself in life is like the George Carlin "fine and dandy" joke. <laughs> it's like I've been fine one I've time. I've been dandy August, <laughs> but never both. Nineteen seventy-two, <laughs> and nobody asked me for how about I was. a half hour. Nobody, nobody asked me. <laughs> yeah, that's you, dude. Um, you're fine and dandy. So we're driving, and I'm playing. Uh, like day trippers off of out with the old. You've always liked that song. I think it's so good. Me and my dog's trying to eat, get the Yukonuba. So dope. And then I have Mumble Rapper like queued up next. And, and uh, I did listen to that on the treadmill last week. It sounded good in my headphones. And Spotify, I'm driving, and it just it'll go half a verse into the song and then just exit the app. Nice. And then I I'm driving and I have to like reopen it. Okay, open the app store. Well, look that's at, good. Look at the updates. Maybe I have to update the thing. Yeah. I update it, go back to the song, get halfway through my verse, it exits the app. And now I'm like, I'm going to crash because I'm mad and I'm trying to... You, What's crazy is like I always keep my phone in a case and I, <laughs> I rarely need it, but sometimes when I drop my phone on the floor, I'm like, I'm kind of glad the case was on it because it just landed like, you know, face down on the I fucking I throw this thing all the time. It never breaks. Well, <laughs> that's my point is you're the type of guy who needs a case because you do. You punch it in the face, you throw it. You like act Casey, out against it. it. And when I say it, I don't mean that phone. I mean every phone you've ever had. You've Most stomped on and punched and whipped. Or like uh, I've broken a couple of them by slamming them down on a counter. Yeah, dude, you gave one the rock <laughs> bottom. You gave him the people's <laughs> elbow. I don't like these things. I have uh, a temper and like Same. anger management issues well, primarily. Just get the case and then you can with, comfortably uh, throw it a little more. It's primarily and almost exclusively with electronics. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you get would, mad about other stuff. My car. The post office. <laughs> right. Miss Shirley. <laughs> uh, speeding ticket. Um, well, yeah, dude, just get a case. You're a case guy. I know you think you're not a case guy, but you're a case guy. I mean, guy. I get mad at things, but I explode from electronics. <laughs> I get mad at things, but I explode phones. Yeah. <laughs> On the counter. Um, who else you got? Who else do I got? Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great sadness that we report the passing of an American hero. Let's go. Daniel Ellsberg, the man who leaked the Pentagon Papers in 1969, I guess 70, 71. 72. It was an arduous process. Um, he exposed the government secrets of the Vietnam War, mostly that the government knew the war was unwinnable and was lying to the American public, also about the number of troops that they were sending over. 
You're telling me the government banned lions since you, back you then? You telling me? Uncle Sam's telling fibs? Yeah. Term's going off top right now, too. He's not even reading. He just knows this stuff. We talked about whistleblowers last week. Yeah. Interesting. Might have been enough. on the Patreon half. Um, and Daniel Ellsberg is a very notable, perhaps the most notable uh, American whistleblower of the 20th century. He was charged with the Espionage Act. I think the first person since like the World War One era who was charged with the Espionage Act. And uh, he came out generally, I think, unscathed. He never went to jail. And uh, in terms of artifacts. Yes. <laughs> you can go now. Uh, until the early 1970s, when he revealed that he was the source for the stunning media reports of the 47-volume, 7,000-page Defense Department study of the U.S. role in Indochina, Ellsberg, uh, was a well-placed member of the uh, government military elite, Harvard graduate, and self-defined Cold Warrior, who served as a private and government consultant on Vietnam throughout the 60s, risked his life on the battlefield, received the highest security clearances, and came to be trusted by officials in the Democratic and Republican administrations. Oh, yes. So he was saved by the Watergate scandal. Um, his trial basically resulted in a mistrial. And I think that it was it was largely because of the chaos around the Watergate scandal, which some would say uh, the Pentagon Papers was kind of a catalyst for yeah. Watergate. Um, like, similarly to uh, many modern American whistleblowers, like... Uh, Chelsea Manning or Edward Snowden. Um, he was accused of being a asset for the Kremlin, which is a that's just that's the American playbook. That's just the ace up the sleeve. They're of telling like, a truth we don't want him to. He's in cahoots with Russia. Russia, <laughs> Russia did it. Um, good fella though, American hero. Can I get a notable quote? Not from, according to America. Um, well, it's interesting to see that like. Uh, a lot of American media institutions honoring him in his death. When right, it's got like the fifty-year clause. He just reached it. You know, it's like right. you know, this is a long time ago. It's we like, recognize he did something brave. Many of the things he stood for are things that they demonize and vilify exactly. on a regular basis. Uh, when I copied the Pentagon Papers in 1969, I had every reason to think I would be spending the rest of my life behind bars. Poor it was a fate I would have gladly accepted if it wasn't hastening the end of the Vietnam War, unlikely as that seemed. From a 2023 email Ellsberg sent to his friends and supporters. Yeah, he kind of got vocal in the last couple weeks. Um, he died from, what was it, pancreatic cancer, and I think he knew the end was was near. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. the Poe up, dude. I'm Poe. Did Just I take I a shot for treat? Not yet. <sighs> Treat. There's been like five since treat. Here you go. Here's treat, a shot of whiskey. Dude. Here's another one to follow your pre-show swig. Clink. Cheers. Hardly knew ye. Treat Williams. Only watched two of your movies and they both sucked. Our bad treat. Might have been your fault that they weren't good movies, but probably a good dude. <laughs> hey, look. I love Deep Rising for the record. Did you? Yes. But you like, did say it sucked. In hindsight. There's some movies that suck in hindsight. Like, hindsight is 2020, my friend. You might watch Joyride and be like, well, it's not as like the same as when I when I was watching it 20 years ago and liking it, but it's still good. I don't know if I'd say Deep Rising is still good if I watched it today, but dude, I 
I want I want to say it was one of my favorite movies for a couple of years. Blockbuster rental several times. Anytime right. it was on HBO That's or how TV, you know. That's how I, you know I would it be slaps. Yeah. Blockbuster rental several times. Um, yeah, he was in Hair, nineteen seventy nine. What's up? He was in The Phantom. So you think he showed his dork? Chris Williams was like was the bomb in Phantom, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I guess he was a legend. He's got a lot of acting credits, but um, there's only one that really I hold dear in my heart. So there is. Uh, hey, you got anything by like maybe say Bobby Brown? You can play Bobby Brown. Throw a little Bobby Brown for a second. Oh, I thought I had quick. one more thing on. Uh, you can play Bobby Brown for your one more thing. Daniel Ellsberg, but that's all right. It'll I'm fit. It'll work. Just trust it. me. Little Bobby Brown. Little Bobby Brown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that <laughs> the guy that beat Bob. up uh, Whitney Houston? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, that's him. That Bobby? I don't know any of his music. Look, th- just fucking play something by a guy named Bob Brown. For sure. Hall of Fame offensive lineman <laughs> in pro and collegiate football. Bob Brown dies at 81. Not the guy who kicked the shit out of Whitney Houston. But he's um, Bobby. He's trying to get a, a music bed, but, you know. My bad. Nuts to that. Um, Bob Brown demonstrated different personalities on and off the field. Uh, Hall President Jim Porter said in a sat- uh, statement Saturday, on the field, he was as fierce an opponent as any defensive lineman or linebacker ever faced. He used every tactic and technique and sometimes brute force to crush, to to humble the will of the person across the line from him and took great pride in doing so. Mumbling, stuttering prick I am. Um, an All-American at the University of Nebraska, Brown led the Cornhuskers to a conference title in his final season in 1963. He would be enshrined into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1993. Once called the most aggressive lineman that ever played by the legendary John Madden. There we go. Bobby! No, just Bob. Just Bob. Not to be confused with Bobby Brown. <laughs> um, and this one, breaking as of last night. Big Pokey. Big Turn Pokey. Quick. Switch the music. You might have got it. I Turn got it. Music switch. Let's go. I cut. Houston rapper in Screwed Up Click dies at 45 after what I saw was passing out on stage. Oh, yeah. Or falling off stage or he something. Got on stage. Fuck yeah. Beeb Rexa. Let me see the footage of this guy. Um, I don't. Someone th- threw a I- phone at him. <laughs> Knocked him clean off the stage. Just hit him in the button. Uh, a pillar of Texas hip hop. He fainted we during really a performance. We got to die on stage, you know? I could think of worse ways to go, honestly. And honestly, I felt like I've been, I was going to pass out on stage before, specifically in Denver and with my breath control. Um, Altitude. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know uh, where the show was. I, j- I saw this last night and pulled up the article. An integral part of the local scene and an original member of Screwed Up Click has died. Uh, the musician fainted while performing at Poor Nine Bar in Beaumont, Texas, just after midnight. And this was last night. Uh this past Sunday. Big Pokey was rushed to the hospital where he later died. His cause of death is pending and awaiting autopsy results. He was 45 years old. Uh, after learning of his death, artists paying tribute to Big Pokey on social media, including Juicy J, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, Fat Tony, Lil Flip, and Fat DJ Tony. Slim K. <laughs> the guy from uh, Simpsons? Um, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Big Pokey was on Sitting Sideways, Paul Wall. That's probably where most people would know him from. No, because when I pulled it up, that would have been the top joint. I'm pretty sure he's the last verse. That would have been the top John 
Throw it on. Southside royalty. Run it up, dude. Changed my mind. Sitting sideways but featuring you, you, Big Pokey. But you got to skip past pow wow wow the people jump and all that part. Last verse. Sit the sideways, <laughs> but the boys in the days. Get to the good part. Man, I used to wear this CD out too. I was really into this Paul Wall CD when it dropped, and I was in high school. Maybe old days, old me going crazy when they see me sitting sideways on the twenty-four. Bunch of whole bunch of money, bunch of clothes, cigarettes out the mold, glad like an ice skater, motor like a slap nose, suicide drop dough, mono blocks, chop mode, customized it. I haven't even heard it in probably fucking fifteen years, but. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Highly recommend that Paul Wall album. It was so good. Uh, it's a bunch of bullshit. No, no, no I'm, it was really good. No, I mean, the looking at this video. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. You knew what I was talking Playing about. Playing right into your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the video I'm finding is actually like that. That's all right. I don't need to see a gentleman die. No, check it out. He's going to die. Isn't this like he falls down? He's not even on stage. Oh yeah, he is. I can't see the gabouge. Gabouge. Let me see the gabouge. Run it back for the gabouge one more time. One, two, three. Gabouge. Yeah, that's very sudden. <laughs> you have like one percent battery always on your phone. Um. Yes, yeah, that was the video. That looks concerning as fuck. He like just freezes up and just falls backwards like. Right. Like a fatality mode, literally. I think it's safe to say it was the vaccine. I don't think it's safe to say, but <laughs> I knew you'd be. I don't think it's safe to get it. I think it's it. safe to say you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, R.I.P. Big Pokey. Never know. Could have been. Make love to me. There's another rapper I just, that I, died. Ju I just listened to this album, too. The early Luda. Fuck me. I looked you right in the eyes and said, Fuck me! You're not just looking at me, you're doing the splits on my futons. <laughs> Spread eagle. Weirdo. Um. <laughs> Was that your real voice? <laughs> you weren't trying to sound like Milhouse's dad? What the fuck? What was trying to sound like? Oh. Reed? <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, then I do want to fuck. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me! <laughs> so not hot. Uh, Taz, open your um, Instagram DMs. There was another rapper that died. What was his name? Oh well, I don't know if I'm logged in on this fucking. Pacho. Is your L phone just going bluey? Or are you trying to play this shit? Antifica. No, I think Antifa. Oh my god, this guy was big. This guy was important. Big and pokey. This guy was a big important fella. By the way. Big Pokey. I was reading comments and everybody, of course, everybody in on Twitter goes like, "Was he vaxxed? Vaxxed? Vaxxed?" And then one guy said he got the big Pokey, and I was like, and when I saw that, I was like, it's hilarious. Kind of, I was like, it's kind of funny. He got the Fauci Pokey. And then I scrolled down and I saw like I don't know, seventeen other people saying, "I bet he got the big Pokey," and I was like, not funny. Yeah, hack, hack, you suck. Not funny. <laughs> but the first one, I was like, it's kind of funny. Uh, so here's the link. What am I looking at here? Um, he died. And then on his Instagram, the third one there. Yes. I mean, they put up two more. It's in Spanish, dude. But it's the picture is what matters. They posted, his peoples posted a picture of Jesus driving his car. That's what that's supposed to be. And look at him. He's in the front seat with like... 
And you're not playing Jesus Take the Wheel right now? Like devilish eyes, dude. Oh my god. You said it earlier in the show. I, I guess I can translate the um, the post. No one is eternal, that's clear, but always Pacho will live in our hearts for being that being of light that always was and is. Uh, big Dude, and we leave the most important. What a gay picture. Look at that. <laughs> you don't like this Jesus picture? It's so stupid. Look, like I love how they included, you think he was on his way to Cincinnati? That's actually awesome, though. I didn't even realize how they, they put the stigmata in Jesus' hand. Jesus' yeah. hand. Yeah, right down to the last detail. He's got that little, like, butthole on the top of his hand. Well, that's unfortunate. Who is this gentleman? He's a Some rapper? Latino rapper fella. How it's just, die? like, if I die... Jesus Christ. Can you imagine weight? if I died and your response to it was, all right, well, we need to commission a corny drawing by somebody of my homie in his car, but now he's in the passenger seat. And it would Jesus. be Moses, though. It would just be some, like, <laughs> just Jew with the big hat and the payas. Right. <laughs> um, no, but now I can picture doing that because I, you've made it clear that that would displease and, you. And you ask the artist to to have me with like devil eyes. Oh, and you got a Chewbacca a, bullet strap a going, bullet bandolier, <laughs> and a bandana on my head. Like, what is this? Yeah, what's on the radio? It's probably in Spanish. It just says R.I.P. Pacho, and that's what it says. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it's like one of his songs. And then or go or like to, to the more recent posts. There's just more. It's like this cornball. Dudes in the hood love this like cornball art. Click on it. It's called airbrush. Yeah, it's like <laughs> airbrushed. But it's like this one's kind of a honestly. If I died graphic. and somebody did a moving airbrush graphic of me with a halo falling on my head with wings like that, I wouldn't be mad at it. Just I'd be looking down like that's right. Remember me as what I was—a fallen angel on this earth. Can you imagine looking at that and thinking it was cool? I just told you I did, and I do. You know and you if don't. it were me, no, you I'd like don't. that. You really don't. I would. I, I'll take it. <laughs> I just want people to know, to know that was me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anybody else on this terrible list? Of is there anybody death? To... else? I mean, Poe up for Daniel Ellsberg. All right, I got you. I'm doing mine for fucking Pacho. I thought Big I Pokey. More to say about him, but real hip hop. I guess I don't. I'm doing mine for uh, BB Rexy's eyebrows. Rexums. Turn this up. <laughs> R.I.P. Everybody. R.I.P. Pacho Elantifica. Hardly knew ye. All right. Good stuff. Moving along. It's time for Bad Questions. It's time for Bad Questions. Report. What's up, dudes? That was a legendary God's algorithm in this last week's podcast about Treat Williams. I didn't even realize you guys recorded it before and I was like do they not know and then it became clear you guys didn't know that he like just died so I was like what, what? And then I was right like after that, and I was like what and then you guys were like and I was like wow hello that was crazy that was just like he's doing our bit 
that was my mind. You learned from the best. But that reminds that me of mind. a God's algorithm that happened to me kind of recently. Nowhere near as crazy, but so <laughs> I was I listening to this song called Lies by Jarve, who thinks I'm a huge homo. And <laughs> he does. it got uh-huh. to a part where I follow. he says, yeah. you claim you're a killer, but closest you could even come is dancing a goodbye horses in your room, in your room with, with your, your penis, penis tucked. And Damn. I skipped the song right after that. And we just brought up Buffalo Bill. Because he thinks I'm a homo. This is a God's algorithm we, with Timmy Coco. <laughs> Timmy Coco guy. Timmy Coco, you just... You are God's algorithm. You just paid off the setup of our God's algorithm of this week. Because we're already talking about Buffalo Bill. Just when I think you couldn't get any dumber, is you this, go and do something like this. Is this a Timmy Coco guy? <laughs> totally redeem yourself. Are you a Not great, actually. big, young, <laughs> dumbass <retard>. homo? <laughs> <laughs> After a certain point, no offense to that. I, I, I got to run it back. I'm sorry. We were laughing at you. I'm sorry. One second. Right after that, because he thinks I'm a homo. Yeah. Not actually, but it's just because I do that a lot with songs. Like they just kind of lose me after a certain point. No offense to that. I've just listened to it so many times that I was like, all right, I want to hear something else. And then lose yourself in the shuffle in the music, the moment of you my it. whole library. You, you know, only get one playing? shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> he never misses his chance to blow. <laughs> I gotta be honest. What is going on with this? We do what we always do. Start talking over him. Don't know what he's talking about anymore. I don't think I would have known if I would have been listening. I don't know what he's talking about anymore. He's doing like Vanilla Ice's court case. Ice, Ice, baby. Goodbye, horses. There goes. There's goes. Ding, 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 and mine goes. Ding, 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 ding. Goodbye, horses with the penis tuck. And then as soon as I did it. I was just like, no way, dude. All right, back it up. Because I guess he's explaining yeah. the God's that algorithm that happened. You guys ever... You were listening to Jarve. In your room with your penis tucked. All right, we heard and that. And I skipped the song right after that. So he skipped the song after that. Not actually. But just and then it was the Goodbye Horses song. Songs, like they just kind of okay. me yeah, but why is Goodbye Horses in your fucking personal library? This wasn't just an algorithm suggest? Because he's a homo? And then right. Who the listens to Goodbye Horses on its own? My whole library. You know what starts playing? Honestly. <laughs> well, fuck. Um. <laughs> I got it. All right, that's enough of you. Who does Next. Goodbye Horses? Next question. Who is that? I don't, I don't Psychedelic know. furs or something? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, Psychedelic furs. I forgot sure. too. This is actually. Hold on. I gotta play this now. Fuck. Now I gotta play this now. We should have said this last week. We should have said this last week. Q Lazarus. We should have said it last week. Does goodbye horses. Um, someone called in last week, uh, and he was like talking funny and drunk, and we were just making fun of how he sounded like Tim Toolman Taylor. Oh yeah, so I, I, that was I, the best part of last week. It was so funny. So, anyways, he did have a question, and we didn't answer it at all because we were too busy. Well, that happens sometimes. Yeah, uh, but he was asking uh, our most labor-intensive jobs. Oh yeah, I remember he asked that. Now that right. you say it, right? Uh, so should have said it last week, but I know you have one. I don't really have. Um, I poured. I helped my stepdad. Uh, pour concrete for a couple of summers, yeah. which was quite labor-intensive. I used to have to push a wheelbarrow full of wet cement. Um, yeah, I mean, I honestly, it's probably the most labor-intensive job I had was just doing, like, yard work as chores when I lived at home because I also had to, yeah, like, wheelbarrow fucking wood and... 
I don't know, take care of the yard and stuff, but yeah. I never really did yard work. Much. You know what? That's not true. I had a job where, and it was strictly like uh, like getting up so early and like uh, watering all the flowers at a campus. Like it was, it was a quick job sounds, and it paid well. Relaxing. Yeah, I guess it wasn't labor intensive. It was just holding water on the in the morning. The I like to make coffee. I'm just not a morning person, so it's sometimes put on a little like easy listening, like '50s jazz, and then water all my plants. So I find that really relaxing. Um, not so yeah, labor intensive. Not yeah. We the, we're we're doing the opposite of answering it this week now. <laughs> no, I I uh, poured concrete for a couple summers in the no. sweltering heat. Um, I I was the you know the bitch of the crew so usually i was like getting things off the truck and like cleaning up and but we had to like i had to like uh, swing a sledgehammer and break up you know sidewalks of concrete and then throw big rock chunks onto the the truck and help pour the concrete and yeah. sift through it with the big rubber boots and maybe i'm forgetting something cuz i feel like i did something like that once but uh, uh forming putting together forms to pour a basement and everything yeah, mine might just be like uh, honestly like warehouse work, laborious, which was just like inventory uh, boxes and stacking boxes and shipping, thro- picking you know taking boxes off a fucking truck and boxing shit up to go on trucks. It was not like super labor intensive, right. but it was like the probably that's the closest labor. thing I did to like heavy lifting, and that's what I did every day was just yeah pack boxes, ship boxes, get a dolly cart, and fucking I'm cool. move, move stuff around a warehouse. I'm cool with labor. I think I'm like cut out for labor. Yeah, in that regard, hmm. um, I'm I'm. That's like the easiest and most satisfying, honestly, kind of work to me is like, hey, go move all that shit from over there to over there. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah, take I, that physically, and I move it over yeah. there. You don't have to use your brain at all. Exactly, for this. as Can opposed you to walk like a straight line. You know, figure out these numbers or come up with an idea for this. I much rather what rhymes like, with that. Yeah, I'd much <laughs> rather be t- tasked with like go do that physical thing. Go take that and, and erect it into this. Yeah. I like erecting things. Yeah, this guy loves erections. So and it's pretty good because like at, at the rate we're going. You need to be comfortable moving boxes and <laughs> I might lifting be back shit. To that yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> Why well, I, I do all our merch and stuff? I feel like I do most of our like uh, the more like physical, tangible kind of tasks, f- right? For the the group. True, you do the merch even I on the Palmer the Squares level. Printed, I go pick it up, I package it, I take out, I send out all the the yeah. Postage. I do I do all of the like. Uh, <coughs> office work the the email networking the reaching out to the hip-hop blogs hands the social on. media management i'm good with hands-on yeah stuff. i'm the opposite just, always just like give that. me a fucking computer and then like those labor jobs primarily like usually it's earlier hours and then you're done by like 3 4 p.m um yeah. and you get to go home crack that beer when you get home it feels rewarding shawshank labor jobs are yeah it's nice all right, here's uh, another question. Did we answer your fucking question, guy from last week? Uh, it like, sounds like Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> He's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> it's Spencer. I'm um, just listening to last week's episode. You guys are uh, rattling off your top fives for Tim Burton. And my gosh, I'm just shocked to hear neither of you What'd bring up Big Fish. Fuck Big if that's Fish. That's a movie that neither of you have seen. Billy Crudup you're sucks. putting together a Criterion <laughs> collection of Tim Burton films, top fives, man. Watch it. Uh, watch it. Tells me to watch something I saw in theaters my with my family. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I think he knows he doesn't know me. <laughs> 
Oh, I love fall mood. It's so <laughs> fall mood term. It's so <laughs> You're like a different mean than regular you that just tries to be mean. No, no. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Watch it, he says. <laughs> Like I've seen Big Fish too, and it, it, it has. They I made the, a second I one. The sequel. <laughs> We're yeah. so corny. I. Uh, it's been a long time, and to hear him say that, it's like that makes sense. It was. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't like term like he stalks. No, I thought. I thought it was a good suck. movie. Billy Crudup doesn't suck. But I forgot uh, all about it. I forgot that was Tim Burton. How do you say it? Crudup, Crudup. I never liked that name. It's one of those very like, how do I say this? kind of names <laughs> yeah like like use it in a sense, how is term gonna crud, crud up the show this <laughs> nice my second favorite if not my number one i think tealy is probably my number one what is wait wait what do you say tealy tealy what my second favorite if not my number one i think tealy is probably my number one what is he saying go on tim burton's imdb for directing right now Teenly, Teen League, Teen League, Pedo. Um, top five, man. Watch it. I was speaking of which, I watched uh, that. Um, it's got to be at least my second favorite, if not my number one. I think Teenly's probably my number one. Geely with he didn't Ben Affleck and no, J Lo. Him. Your favorite movie is Geely. <laughs> God, this guy is dumb. Uh. This guy loves Geely. This guy's favorite movie is The Zohan. <laughs> what, what would he have said there? All right, Dumbo, Big Eyes, Frank and Weenie, Dark Shadows, Alice in Wonderland, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney? Sweeney. Sweeney? He's, this idiot said Sweeney, didn't he? What else rhymes with Sweeney that he directed? Frank and Weenie? He must be saying Pee Wee. Pee Wee. One more time, let's try this again. You better be saying Pee Wee and not fucking Sweeney. It's got to be at least my second favorite, if not my number one. I think Pee Wee's probably okay. my number Pee-wee. one. Pee Wee. That was our bed. That was our bed. Okay, he goes on. You're great, fella. <laughs> you hold that special place in my heart. Just as much as he holds that special place on his dick in movie theaters. Anyways, uh, yeah. I, I should have let him finish. I would have explained it with the movie theater dick thing. Right. I might have gotten it there. Five, I would have to say, Pee-wee, maybe just barely edging out Big Fish, and then Big Fish. Pee-wee barely uh, edging out Big Fish? Are you out of there. your mind? I mean, this is coming from Term, who didn't even want to put fucking Batman Returns in last week in the top five. I mean, but anyways, when was the last time you watched it? Maybe like a year or two ago. Okay. What do you mean, dude? It's clearly the best Batman, if or top three, no question. Out well, of the it wasn't 15 a, it wasn't a movies, top five Batmans. It was a top five Tim Burtons. And I think it qualifies for both. Yeah, probably. I, I think it qualifies for both. And then Big Fish. Uh, Ed Wood has got to be up there. Uh, Beetlejuice, of it's course. like wearing women's um, clothes. Ed Wood Yeah, rules. I don't know. Batman, the first Batman Never is great. Edward Scissorhands is great. Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, actually not a Tim Burton directed film. He produced it. Fuck this guy uh, and his ass. Him. Term. Hold on, we have to now pause. For bastard, telling me this. It's true. It's true. I don't see it. Now we have to wait. I'm looking at his directing, and I don't see it now. So this. You know is what for, else he produced? This is, this is for term. Me. You fuck! Both at the same time. Damn, Nightmare Before Christmas was 93? Ahead of its time. Wow, that's old. But Henry Selleck. Uh, at least based on a Netflix documentary. Tom's so, dad. So I don't know oh my god, I look at this creepy asshole who directed uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Look at his, his IMDb pick. <laughs> he looks like <laughs> oh one of the goodness. puppets. <laughs> that is, he does I look the inspiration exactly for like the Jack, puppets Jack Skeleton. His, his reflection in the mirror. So I don't know if I can fully call a nightmare 
Tim Burton. He looks film, like uh, look, yeah, you're right, Mister. In a uh, Parenthood, you know when um, uh, they have to cancel um the entertainment or something. Cowboy Wayne like doesn't show up for the kid for the kid's party. So, um, Steve Martin decides that he's gonna be cow- the cowboy. You know, and Steve Martin plays the cowboy to entertain all the kids. I haven't kids. seen Parenthood in at least a decade. And he goes like, I didn't like Cowboy Wayne. I didn't like the look on his face. It looked something like this. <laughs> so, I sh- so I blew a hole through <laughs> It looked something like the director of Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> so I shot Have a hole in him uh, that was this big. Kiwi, Big Fish, uh, Ed Wood. Oh, man, I know it's a silly one, but I might throw Mars Attacks in there. And then uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, this kid wouldn't put Batman in anyways. I love you to bits. This, fucking, this, this guy takes big fish over Batman, but that's where we split pets. All right, the director of Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Henry Selick. It was... Oh, my God! This guy's a legend. First thing he ever did, music video, Fishbone, Party at Ground Zero. Damn, you Hell love yeah, this guy dude. now. You love this guy now. <sighs> There we go. <laughs> then he did Nightmare Before Christmas. Then after that, James and the Giant Peach movie rules. I remember liking that when I was a youngster. I, I don't know if it rules, but I remember liking it as a youngster. For a kid's movie, it was fun. Then he did Monkey Bone rules. Monkey Bone. Steve Catan, Brendan Fraser. Remember this movie, Monkey Bone? I do, but not like... I probably saw it when I was in high yeah, school I haven't, or I haven't seen it in 20 years, but I enjoyed it. Hey, he did Coraline, which is yeah, really when, good. When you said James and the Giant Peach, I was about to say that was like my, you know, it reminded me of Coraline, but I was, uh, I don't know, I was like not too old for it, but uh, when Coraline came out, I kind of didn't care, and I saw it years later, and I was like, oh, it was kind of cool and creepy. I saw Coraline as a- That makes sense, though. It's like, like the same late animation. Late 20s. Same weird animation. And it's it's dark. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah. Look, we're going to see Elemental later. I like Yeah, an- if we can wrap this movies. shit up already. Um, get drunk and drive to the heart of the city. Oh boy, do I want to do that? All right, I don't so want it anymore. Let's just not go. <laughs> I have to update my top five then because I had Nightmare Before Christmas in it. Yeah, so it's easy to put Batman there. Why don't you just throw in Edward so, now too? Because you love it. So Pee Wee, Batman Two. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Rudle doodle, rudle dee. Beetlejuice, for sure. Duh. So that's just one more. Do I do Mars Attacks? Yes. Or Big Fish? This all started with talking about Mars Attacks last week. I think between the two. You're going to do Mars Attacks. I or go. I'll punch you in the face like you're a fucking cell phone. Mars <laughs> Attacks in this motherfucker. It's been a long time since I saw Big Fish. Yeah. But, go um, for another viewing. That's kind of a good reminder, sir. And it's got Albert Finney. I love Albert Finney. I'll watch that again sometime. Probably. Albert, Albert Finney's awesome. All right. I suppose that does it. We need to switch over and get on our Patreon episode. <laughs> Pronto. Pronto. We got Elemental to see. God. Mushrooms Something to like eat. tells me. I don't know. This night sounds fun, but I, there's like a there's like a lit fuse somewhere in the distance. Something's gonna a lit fuse. Something's gonna go not how fun we plan it to be tonight. It can't go any worse than the morning went for me. <laughs> <laughs> the way you brought your morning into my living space, dude, I feels like it's gonna for leave that. for the I night. I didn't mean to do so. I don't care. 
And the first shot we all have days. I took, and first puff I took when I got this here. This fucking guy brings a new bottle of whiskey over for the obits. <laughs> I just hear him glugging it before we start. Glugging. I took one Dude, shot. You glugged. <laughs> Dude, you glugged. Glug. <laughs> you glugged so right. hard. I might have glugged so hard. <laughs> but after one shot and one toke, I already felt better. Yeah, and one mushroom capsule. Is that kicking in yet? I don't feel anything. Okay. But Patreon I'm, I'm sweating. I didn't even eat one. I'm Come on over to the Patreon bit. half and listen to me feel this mushroom capsule. You know what I'm feeling? I'm going to pry term open on the Patreon half. I'm We're going to get tingle. into what's really going on inside your crazy head today. My crazed yeah. mind. There's something you're not disclosing, and I'm going to figure it out. About earlier? <laughs> yeah. About my fight with my girlfriend? Yeah, we're going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get down and dirty. Come join the Patreon at $5 to a pop to listen. Not a pop. Yeah, dude. Like each person. Yeah, a month. Not, not each episode. It's so worth it, dude. It's like it's five hours of podcast. It's a dollar an hour for podcast. Not Just to mention, get over there, you dork. Twenty percent off all the merchandise at mm-hmm. palmersquares.com mm-hmm. slash shop. Oh, not to mention, you're probably going to hear my single "Legends" by Acumental next week early because I'll put it there a few days early for the patrons probably? to get a preview. So Most as long deaf. as I remember. Most deaf on the track. Yasin Bay, it's going to be there. Um, what else? By the do way, you get? Uh, please uh, pre-save that. It's the the link in the bio of of my Acumental Instagram and also Palmer Squares. So that's the easiest way to find that. Uh, follow me on Spotify. That's what that does. I appreciate it. Um, oh, and Junkyard Samurai 2 coming out July 14th. Pre-save that, too. I'm going to put both links in the description of these podcasts between now and, and the drops. Please and thank you. Go ahead. Pre-save. Junkyard Samurai. Pre-save that shit. July 14th, 2023. A sequel will drop to the Junkyard Samurai album that we put out a couple years ago couple of years ago very exciting five half a decade yeah um oh, I dude just broke it that's what you, you got that drive angry energy you're spitting into these whoopies so hard you're blowing the rubber out or fun is <laughs> just sometimes not. i don't even know what i'm saying while i'm saying it, it worked yeah, it got there um i'd yeah, rather go on go with what you said than uh um what defame the wonderful Vaughn for the whoopee cushion she buys us. Oh, yeah. We're going to put the Vaughn signal up because we're down to our last two again. Oh, yeah. Also, I watched the um, three-part Jared from Subway docu-series. I watched that last week. On Max. You want to talk about that on so, Patreon? So, Patreon, we'll get into it. <laughs> That's funny. I, d- I didn't even mention it, but I did watch that. It was stupid, but, you it, know. It's nothing special, but it is weird to be hearing the... Uh, so weird. The ugh, What a jerk. So what, a, what a creepy jerk. And it, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Jerk of old jerks. Um, what else is going on in the plug? CPS Reports Podcast at gmail.com and 708-797-3079. And like we said, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Uh, early previews, merchandise discounts, and... Uh, there's over 20 hours of exclu- exclusive sh- uh, podcast episodes there now. <laughs> and the first 10 minutes of every episode is free for non-patrons, too. So you can uh, hear how we start out. You can get the scoop on Terms Personal Life. and uh, Right. What was the other thing we just said we were going to talk about? Oh, no. yeah. Jared Fogle and Terms Life. Tune in. 10 minutes. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> it's Jared Fogle related. Your problem? Yeah. Uh, she checked your fucking hard drive. She checked your phone, and that's why you punched it. You're- Ring, ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Come on over to the Patreon to hear the term is a chomo groomer. Yeah, I think they already <laughs> heard that uh, nine months ago. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, palmersquares.com slash shop for merchandise, and uh, bishoprecords.com for a Planet of the Shapes double disc vinyl. Double disc. Oh, and uh, maybe next week when it's not a federal holiday, you know. 
Send something to the P.O. Box. P.O. Box there was anything 47772. There anyway. Yeah, that's why I'm saying next week. <laughs> uh, the Palmer Square is P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Had the post office been open, I would have just gone in and seen that nothing was in the P.O. Box and then driven away even angrier. Even angrier. Drive angrier. Is that a Nick Cage movie? Can you look up on it? I've certainly never seen it, but I know it's a movie. It sounds Am very I mixing familiar. it up with Ghost Rider? I was seeing both of that those. That is a Nick Cage movie. Drive Angry from... 2011 starring William Fitchner, Fitchner, Billy Burke, Amber Heard, and Nicolas Cage in top billing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thrown into hell for his crimes, brutal felon John Milton escapes from the fiery pit after cultists murder his daughter and take her baby. Intent on rescuing the child, Milton joins forces with a waitress who gives him her ex-lover's fire-red muscle car. In it, the two pursue the cult leader who plans to sacrifice the infant and unleash hell on earth. However, the hunters become the hunted when Satan sends his merciless henchmen to drag Milton back. We definitely watched this when we lived together years ago. <laughs> you know, we probably did. We, we used did. to just throw on silly 100%. movies all the time. 100% we did. Yeah. I still have no memory of it, but I'm not going to say you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, what else? Oh, we have shows <laughs> coming up, and uh, tickets are on sale now. Go to um, squares.com slash tour to get our tickets for us in Baltimore on August 25th with Wax headlining, and we're going to be opening up with Jarve and the Grilled Lincolns. Um, trying to book up some more stuff uh, for September and October leading up to Halloween Fort Walton Beach, Florida. We're going to be opening for Tropidelic on their tour. Um, so yeah, Halloween in Fort Walton Beach, November 1st, Jacksonville, Florida, November 2nd, DeLand, Florida, and November 3rd, Stewart, Florida. And then we'll be in Atlanta, Georgia on November 10th and Murfreesboro, Tennessee on November 11th. Murph. You know <laughs> the vibes. And um, when we played that show in Cleveland... Uh, that we talked about on the pod last week. It was technically an album release event, too, for all the hype. And I checked out his album. It was pretty dope. So I'm going to play something off of that to get out of here this week. Uh, the whole album's great. And uh, this is the first track, though. Uh, it's called Don't Think by All the Hype. Check it out in the Smoochie Gang playlist. And let's get over to Patreon to talk about what's going wrong in terms of life. No, no smooch. No, none of those. I was skirting. I was skirting. Okay, good. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey dead. I don't have to see my own reflection in the mirror I can look up in the sky Passing through my day and I can't think about when I die Patching my mistakes and build my wings so I can fly And you don't have to give a listen to this song You can hit next to press pause, yeah Pressure in my chest, see in my head all day Looking for a check but tell me what it's gon' pay and I don't have to give you all of my attention You can see that this is genuine affection Bless my breakfast, I pray for another day So since we got it, let's not let it go to waste Let me pack my feelings deep so I can't reach them If I do, then what should I do if I need them? Peep the steeds from head to feet But please just give me some room to breathe And don't streak my sneakers Let me ask this shit that people seem to breeze through Cause I ain't getting answers any faster than I need to I ain't even thinking that I'm here to lead you I'm just in my room looking for someone to speak to Go and pack the pack and lay upon my mattress Catch the drift from smoking words That's passion, action, speak But I can hear you when you're not speaking So close your eyes, now what you thinking? I don't have to see my own reflection in the mirror I can look up in the sky Passing through my day and I can't think about when I die Patching my mistakes and build my wings so I can fly 
And you don't have to give a listen to this song You can hit next to press pause, yeah Pressure in my chest, in my head all day Looking for a check, but tell me what it's gon' pay yeah, I slip, I fall, I crash in walls, my cash is gone I act appalled and move my ass along Like past the point of turning back In fact, I guess my point is it ain't bad after all After all I said and heard, I smirk like word Makes sense to hurt and swerve, cause I ain't getting stuck Makes sense and earn, got a stack to get the bigger bucks Gotta get a bruising cut to have your skin thick enough Stash a stack and save it for a rainy day I got some champagne for the same occasion Luck is basic, plus my Bank statements hating. I'm trying to fly and get lost like my plane's Malaysian. Save your grace for days that's raining. I'm just trying to stay dry. Calling from the clouds like a modern day guy. Fire water with the gas. Everything I make rocks. I don't have to see my own reflection in the mirror. I can look up in the sky. Passing through my day and I can't think about when I die. Patching my mistakes and build my wings so I can fly. And you don't have to give a listen to this song You can hit next to press pause